Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, boys and girls, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. We are now at episode number 331. Yes, you heard those numbers right. Three, three, and one. So in a couple, it'll be three, three, three. So that'll be a lucky podcast, maybe. Fuck do I know? We'll find out. But anyways, 331, my name is Matt Hinshaw, realtor extraordinaire, podcaster. Uh, I waste way too much time doing things that don't make me money and things that should. But anyways, with me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the closet dweller, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Did you go somewhere? No, but I just wanted to say that. I don't know. It sounded kind of fun. All right, Terminator. He said, I'll be back. Same thing. Close enough. All right. All right. All right. That's true. Maybe I'll just say that at every every pod. I'll just be like, I'm back. Hey, whatever you want to do, Mike. As long as it makes you happy and you record a good podcast, that's all I care about. Okay. Are I'm you going happy? for a good one, dude. I'm going for a good one. You're going for a good one. It started out well. We didn't record yet, but it started out well discussing your children's future careers. I think that was a great discussion, but we won't have that on the podcast. It's not appropriate. Yes, yes. Let's leave that out, Matt. Okay, all right. So, Mike, speaking about professions, no, that doesn't work. Speaking about getting into trouble, yes, there we go. That works. Mike, this week we talk about a little comedy called Joyride. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? All right, Matt. So, Joyride was directed by Adele Lim. And the uh, writer for this, I'm going to mess up bad, but I'm going to try, is uh, Cherry uh, Cheva Pravat Dumrong and Teresa Hasu and Adele Lim. And this movie is starring uh, Ashley Park, Sherry Cola, uh, Sabrina Wu, and Stephanie Shu. This movie follows uh, four Chinese-American friends as they bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and to love who you are while they travel through China in search of one of their birth mothers. Okay, Mike, that was probably one of the worst breakdowns you've ever done in your life. Uh, you know, it, it could have been a little bit better. Uh, yeah, we've done some pretty bad ones, but I mean, Sherry Cola, you got Ashley Park, you got, which is interesting because looking at it on IMDb, like the four main characters, they really kind of buried them. They did. I'm not sure what that's about. Uh, so I made sure I, I put the four main characters up there. Yeah, I think it's the algorithm because they're not super well known and they haven't done a shit ton of movies compared to people like David Deadman and... um you know, Kellen Bruce and everyone else that's above them, even though they're not the stars of the movie. Anyways, we, we won't get too hung up on that shit, but you know, I'm just blaming it on the algorithms, Mike. All right, dude, you blame it, blame it on the algorithms. It sounds good. Okay. So Mike, do you say a logarithm or algorithm? Algorithm. It's algorithm, not a logarithm. Dude, I don't know. Okay. I'm just asking because when I was back in the world of programming, 20 some odd years ago they always said a logarithms but that could have just been the teachers again that was 20 years ago nobody even knew what the fucking a logarithm or algorithm is now compared to today i mean today fucking it's like a household word yeah yeah well i always call it algorithms so i don't know well aren't you special okay so mike speaking of special let's go ahead joyride first impressions talk dude i liked it it was uh it reminded me kind of a, of a euro trip kind of american pie type raunchy fun movie dude i i i didn't really know what i was getting into the trailer looked interesting so i i knew it would be kind of it'd be fun but yeah i liked it man it was it was a good ride yeah i i would concur it is um the hangover part 1 2 and 3 smashed together 
with a little Euro trip thrown in there, maybe some American pie. There's some pretty extreme raunchiness that goes on. There's some pretty hilarious sections that happen. Um, overall, I thought it was decent. I, I'm not going to say it was a great movie, but did I enjoy myself? Yes. And that is what matters. Yeah. I, I think it's been a long time since we've had this kind of raunchy attempt. Although, Matt, I didn't see the recent Jennifer from Lawrence movie, the J-Law movie. But, you know, I don't think they've had a lot of like raunchy movies. Like they used to just crank them out, you know, but not anymore. Well, that was the 90s and the early 2000s, Mike, if you remember. I know it's been a long time now, but that was what that happened during that time period. But no, uh, the J-Law movie, I wouldn't call it raunchy. It was just a comedy. It had moments, but no, this, this thing, Joyride is raunchy. I guess there was that, um, what was the, f- there was a family, like a National Lampoon's movie that was pretty raunchy with, um, oh. I can't think of the name, man. Christina Applegate. Was that it? And the guy from um, The Office, Ed Helms. Yeah. Yeah, it was just called National Lampoon's Vacation. It was kind of a remake of the original, but it wasn't. It was like a remake kind of sequel. It's supposed to be Rusty as a father. It was raunchy, but it wasn't It wasn't like great. I mean, it was entertaining, but it wasn't great. It, it didn't have the flair of your typical um, National Lampoon's Vacation film, like european vacation or vegas vacation it didn't have that kind of flair it's hard to have a good vacation movie without chevy chase honestly it's true it is true but yes it was raunchy but uh joyride was raunchier all right joyride's raunchy we agree on that man and and you had a good time and that's great like that's this is a good summer movie this is a good popcorn flick it's a i don't know about a popcorn flick it's definitely a good comedy i like that it wasn't super long I think they crammed in a whole lot of what was going on in an hour and a half. <laughs> crammed in a lot. We'll we'll discuss that later on when we get to the spoiler section with the uh, <laughs> raunchiness of Joyride, I guess, <laughs> with cramming a lot in something. <laughs> <laughs> all right dude you're 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 cracking yourself up dude you haven't uh, even you haven't even gotten to the no it's bad mike it's so bad it was so bad but um so ma hinshaw discussed it a little bit and i'm sure we'll discuss it here later on in her podcast but uh uh this film is definitely not for the generation that lives in my town this is a younger person's film not just from the raunchiness but also the um social and not political, but the social aspects of it, like K-pop. Like I asked my mom, what's K-pop? She has no fucking clue. So stuff like that is really just kind of lost on the older, older generation. Ah, uh, yeah. Some of the references to that stuff. Yeah. Referring to people by their like Instagram, was it Instagram or no, their Twitter handle, right? It was one of them. Yeah. It was, it was a social media handle of some kind. Yeah. Now the more classic stuff, classic raunchiness was there. And my mom thought some of that was funny, but I mean, this movie was a bit much for her. And, uh, again, it did not come out in Sierra Vista. She had to go to Tucson again. Wow. Yeah. I guess I guess this movie is uh, probably not as wide release as like an MCU movie. Well, Mike, I don't know how your viewing was, but when I went to mine, I was the only person in the theater with my buddy. Uh, when I saw it, there was only a few people. It was uh, I had to pick of the seats. It was easy. Like, I went uh, late Thursday night last show, which here the late show is seven thirty now, which is pathetic. But I went to the Late Show on Thursday night, and it was me and my buddy in the big theater, completely and utterly alone. It was great. I loved it. The Late Show is 7 o'clock in the summer? In the summer on a Thursday. Yep. Fridays and Saturdays, I think they go to 9. But yeah, the Late Show is now 7 freaking 30 in Prescott. Yep. Wow. Okay. All right. I think we still have a 10 o'clock round. Yeah, but you live in a much larger... Uh, city than I do, Mike. Yeah, that's true. I don't usually stay out that late, though. I'm an old man. You are an old man, and you are a breeder, so, you know, you got to get up and take care of them chitlins. Yep, I sure do. So, okay, Mike, you're already falling asleep. You should be well-rested. You know, it's after the weekend. 
you've only worked a couple hours today. Mike, what's going on here? I think I'm just recovering from the 4th of July madness, you know, the the uh, all the fireworks that the neighbors insist on lighting off. Uh, still to this day, I think I heard some last night. Did any of your neighbors light each other's houses on fire? Uh, no, no. Uh, well, not yet. How about that? Well, that's good. That's good because here in Arizona, everybody lights each other's houses on fire. It's awesome. Is it a uh, just a tradition? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Buy illegal fireworks and light your neighbor's house on fire. Yeah. It's honestly, it's honestly a fear of mine on July 4th. It really is because I have witnessed it. I have not witnessed it in my neighborhood, but I have witnessed one neighbor light another neighbor's house on fire. And it is, uh, it's tough. Wasn't that New Mexico, dude? Mike, that, that I wasn't was going to name names. That's a different state. <laughs> different state. Yeah, but they it, they still do it here. Uh, there was a big news story out of Phoenix where one neighbor lit another neighbor's house on fire, and they were trying to find the neighbor that lit their house on fire and couldn't find them. What do you mean they couldn't find them? They just disappeared? No, it was in a um, track home area, and it could be one of like nine houses. Oh, okay. I get that. I get that. Yeah. They're like, it could have come from any of these houses. And no one's coming forward saying we destroyed our neighbor's house. Yeah, I feel like that's not going to be something that they want to deal with. That's a big That's a big incl- a claim on your insurance, dude. It's a, it's a problem. It's a possible yeah. jail time, too. It's an issue. Yeah, it's a, it's an issue, you know? Like, you might not even be able to have enough. You might not even have the coverage to, to cover the rebuild, you know? The materials have gone up. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, Mike. So, uh, you have not asked the question. I don't know if I can talk about Joyride without making it more spoilery. So, um, why don't you do your job, Mike? Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, Matt, (laughs) what are you drinking this fine morning, evening, afternoon? Ah. Well, Mike, thank you for asking. I saw this the other day in the store. I usually don't go to a real grocery store. I usually go to Walmart because they're cheap and I'm poor. But I went to a grocery store, a Fry's grocery store, and I saw this and I was like, what the fuck is that? I have to purchase that and drink that on the podcast. It is Sunny Delight and vodka. Oh, you drinking some Sunny D? Look, here, I'm shining it in the camera for Mike. Oh, my. Well, dude, I thought you were going to, I honestly thought you were going to say you're drinking some hard Mountain Dew. No, I have not run across that. But this, I've never seen Sunny D and vodka pre-mixed in a can to drink. I mean, what is this? Like the poor man screwdriver? Uh, I guess, dude. Like, it's, 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 uh, it's obviously aimed at our demographic. Uh, yeah, or children. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both, you know, a couple here, you know, like 10% for children and I mean, 90% for us. Honestly, dude, it's, it's quite delightful. It uh, It's not as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It's pretty decent. So, you know, this, this would go great with a bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. That, that, that's usually your dinner, right? Sunny D and Captain Crunch? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Every now and then I change it up and throw in a little Fruity Pebbles. But that's if I, you know, sold a really nice house that week. Yeah, I thought it was champagne and beer and cinnamon toast crunch. Like, that's how you celebrate. Usually, yeah. But it's that I'm not celebrating, Mike. It's just a normal Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Just a normal Monday. You wish it was Sunday? Oh, see, now everybody knows what day we record. We record on Mondays. Oh, well. Monday, Monday. No? <laughs> no? No. Blue Monday? Sure, that's that's better. Okay. Mike, what Aldi IPA are you drinking today? Because I know that's what you have. No, dude, I have what? sweet water. Sweet water? You're drinking yeah. a seltzer? No, no. Sweet water uh IPA. It's a, it's oh. a brewery out of uh Athens, Georgia, I think. We'll look on the side of your can. Yep. Athens, Georgia. Good job, Mike. Good job. That was believable. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Let's move on to the worst part of the podcast. 
Mike, what is this week's delightful dad joke? Not from the book that I bought for you. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. All right, Matt. What kind of tree fits in your hand? Bonsai? Palm tree. Palm tree? Dork. That is dope. No, <laughs> that one might be from the book. That's a, That sounds like a book one. Uh, that's a good one, huh? Yes, I will say it was better than average. I don't know if I can use the word good with dad joke, but sure. So, okay, Mike, now on to the most important part. This might be a little different. Not different. This might be a little difficult. Mike, how does Joyride relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right. Uh, Matt, this one wasn't too bad. Um, Stephanie uh, Shu uh, was in Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. She played the character Su, or So, S-O-O. Okay, well, I thought it was going to be a lot more hard. (laughs) A lot more hard. Man, I am having a hard fucking time talking today. Sorry, dude. Jesus. I mean, that's your job, too. I know. So, that's so. the problem. I think I've talked myself out today, and now I'm having to do the podcast. So I'm like, nope. The words are coming out of my ho- house. See? The words See, are slowly coming out of my mouth in the wrong ways, in the wrong orders, in the wrong situations. I think you need to watch some Rush Hour, man. You, you just It almost sounded like a line out of Rush Hour right now. I am not, I know, I am not drunk. I just cannot speak today. God, I wish I was drunk. That would be awesome. <laughs> no. Well, not not since the last time I was drunk and I fell and, you know, pretty sure broke my knee. <laughs> Is it still healed? It's still healing. Oh, man. No, okay. it's, it's all gone. I have a nice gnarly scar there because, you know me, I like to peel my scabs, so... Yeah, it'll be there forever. And I'm sure in 20 or 30 years, when I'm walking around with my crutches, I'll be like, God damn it, should have just not fallen. Yeah, should have. Just just mess that up, man. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. So, okay, Mike, we are now in the spoiler section for Joyride. So uh, we can open it up by talking about the pussy tat. (laughs) The what? The pussy tat. <laughs> oh, dude, you really wanted to... <laughs> I, I didn't think they were going to show anything, but oh, dude, it was crazy. Dude, that shit fucking blindsided me like you couldn't believe. <laughs> that shit came out of nowhere. It was like a fucking semi-truck. It was like the ending of Bullet Train. When that truck came out of nowhere and killed the dude, that's yeah. exactly what happened when that skirt went flying off. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's the devil on a cooter. And then they cut to showing the inside of it. <laughs> they did. Now it's on the inside. The horns of the devil are on the inside of the cooter. Like, how do you even do that? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Yeah, this this movie was interesting, man. Like the, uh, was it the basketball team? Yes. Yeah, the basketball team. That was like... What? Like that was pretty crazy uh uh scene there with the all all of the the various uh, characters. Well, yeah, especially the main character who has the Devil's Triangle, which I have never <laughs> ever heard it called the Devil's Triangle. <laughs> Fucking perfect. I'm using that from here on out. <laughs> well, uh I guess leave it to some extra cultures to throw in some stuff there. I've never heard it called that. You know, two dudes, one girl, devil's triangle. Sure. (laughs) That's why I was cracking myself up pretty bad earlier. Yeah. You were thinking about parts of the movie and you just started to lose it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it was what I was talking about, you know, shoving something in, you know, too much into one space. Anyways, um, we'll just move on. Mike, um, this movie is definitely raunchy. Definitely, definitely raunchy. And I still can't believe my mom saw it. 
<laughs> yeah, it's pretty raunchy, dude. Like, I, I, it was fun to see a raunchy movie, dude. Like, I, I wasn't expecting this amount of raunchiness, but it was great. Um, and it, it actually had like you know a decent kind of uh, uh, story arc with the characters and like kind of them growing a little bit and and understanding of cultural stuff and and. I don't know, reflecting on their current situations. Mike, this movie has a lot of heart. Let's just come out with it. It has a lot of heart. It's about um, these girls becoming closer friends and learning to accept that they have changed as they've gotten older, learning to accept each other's lifestyles and chosen ways that they're going in their lives and still keeping close together. And it's also learning to accept yourself for who you are, no matter where you came from or what you have going on and just being happy with who you are. That's kind of where I got it, you know, especially the main character. I mean, I don't want to ruin the entire film. You know, I won't say what happened to her mom that she's searching for and all that stuff, but um, she's just constantly striving to be the best without having that push at all, because that's what everybody kind of expects for. And it's like, no, you can have fun. You can go and do all these other things. You can enjoy your life like what your other friends are doing, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I think this movie is a lot about acceptance. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is about acceptance for sure. Um I don't know. It was it was I you know, identity and 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 friendships and yeah. No, there was a, there was a lot, dude. It touched on a lot in the 90 minutes. Um, it was interesting, you know, like for the main character who doesn't speak Chinese, but, you know, everybody thinks she does and there's all these expectations and then she can't speak Chinese is, it was like, a. it was an interesting, uh, take on, on, uh, how to deal with all the different cultural things that, that come with, uh, you know. I guess the the way you appear and what other people think and expectations and all this stuff. Well, and on the other side, it also kind of flips the coin too, because her best friend that is living in basically her yard um, is trying to live the artist's life and doing creative things and not really worrying about money and not worrying about boyfriends and all that other stuff. And she's kind of going to the extreme on that side. And then the main character, she's kind of going to the extreme the other way where she's a lawyer and she has to be the best lawyer at the firm and she has to get all this other stuff. I I think it kind of shows that those are the two extremes. The other two characters are kind of happy mediums in the middle. And our two main characters got to try and figure out where their happy mediums are. And we see that at the end of the film. The lawyer believes in herself decides to start her own firm the artist decides well you know what i can keep doing my art but i need to get a job and i need to pay my bills i mean honestly i think there's a lot of good story in this film wrapped with uh you know a pussy tat yeah true and 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 boy band what was their name brownie uh sunday yeah brownie sunday their k-pop band yeah yeah uh, i was like it was pretty ridiculous, uh, the, the the passport thing. Oh, the drug dealer scene, Matt, that reminded me a lot of Eurotrip, like just the, the train. Oh, yeah, very, very much. And I, I love how the um, the uh, police are just like, you know what? We don't want to deal with this shit. Just throw them off the train. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to do the paperwork. Get off the train. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that was pretty funny how the uh, – the main character extremely trusts an American and everyone else is immediately like red flags. What's an American doing on here with a big backpack and she's lived here for years. They're like, Oh yeah, she's a drug dealer. Like nailed it. Like immediately. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they were like, yeah, it it was, it was definitely interesting how the profiling, I guess, of the characters, Well, and that whole scene had profiling both ways. The drug dealer was identifying them and where they could hide their drugs on their body. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it 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 was uh, it was an interesting way to pretty much start the movie. Really, I mean, 
I guess there's a little bit before that, but like that's that's a lot of that's that's right towards the beginning right there. So that lets you know that it's gonna be an interesting trip in China. Well, one thing I was very happy about is that uh they started rolling through all the really funny parts from the trailers. And I'm just sitting here going, Oh no. Not again. It's gonna be one of these movies where all the best parts of the movie were in the trailer and I was kind of disappointed. And then pretty much it stops. Like all the funny parts in the trailers are pretty much over with. And then it just really goes off the fucking rails. Yeah, no. And that's great. I, you know, some of the movies we've watched just recently, it was like every funny part. Oh, uh, all about my, uh, was it? About my father. Yeah, about my father, right. All the funny parts were pretty much in the trailer. So I saw pretty much the whole movie in the trailer, and then I just watched it, the long version. Right, and you can't really, like, sass the person that created the trailer because they did a good job. (laughs) Yeah, no, they did do a good job. And I know it's just like they hand them a bunch of footage, and they're like, make something, and they're like, ah, okay. (laughs) So... So, um, yeah. Well, I don't know, Mike. I, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't think it's for everybody. Uh, if you like comedies, if you like raunchy comedies, if you like feel-good stories, then I say check it out. Should you rush to go and see it at the theaters? No, but I still think you should go to the theaters anyways because they need our support. Because I honestly, I'm scared to death they're going to be shutting down in the next couple of years. So why not go spend some money at a theater? While we can. Yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a shrinking or... I I think there will be probably uh, theaters that are like, maybe make just break even. They'll probably start shutting down. And there's probably going to be a consolidation of uh, various things. Um, Also, what was the... The one company went out, went bankrupt, Cineworld or whatever, and think they're still trying to figure that out so i imagine when once that's all done with the bankruptcy the new owners are going to be like uh let's make some cash so they're probably going to sell and figure out like ones that are worth you know have good uh property or good locations and then they're they'll just sell them try and make up some money and then then they'll sell the company again yeah i don't know man i don't know i i just Whenever I go to a theater on opening night like this and it's empty, it just really makes me feel bad. Yeah, my, mine was not not that busy either, but I, I didn't know if, you know how well it was doing. Um, I don't know. It's kind of been kind of been a lackluster summer, man. Well, and we've had some good movies. I mean, we'll find out here this next week. Will definitely be a huge determining factor. Um, I'll let you know how my theater is. Maybe we'll discuss it. But uh, Mike, do you want to tell the folks the movie for next week? Oh yeah, man, we're we're watching uh, the latest Mission Impossible um, movie, and after that, Matt, it's going to be what Oppenheimer? Oh yeah, dude, that's going to be freaking amazing. Yeah, and then after that, is it? I don't know if we'll do Barbie or I, I don't know. We'll we'll have to well, see. But Oppenheimer it's... and Barbie come out the same day. I know. So um, I wouldn't mind going and seeing Barbie. I do want to see it, but I want to see Oppenheimer first. Oh, yeah. No, I, I want to see Oppenheimer. It looks so amazing. Um, the Mission Impossible looks really cool, too, Dude, though. Um, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Dead Reckoning part, part one. one. So this is one <laughs> of two. Uh, it has, you know, another one of my future ex-girl, uh, not ex-girlfriends, ex-wives. Um, I have many of those, but my next... One of my future ex-wives, Haley Atwell, is in this. Everybody knows who Haley Atwell is, right, Mike? Uh, Yes, of course. Everybody knows who Haley Atwell is. No, I don't know who she is. You don't know Haley Atwell. You're going to have to tell me. Dude, she is Agent Carter. Oh, 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 yeah. See, there's your freaking MCU tie-in already. But yeah, Agent Carter from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's British in that accent and her classical looks. Oh, yeah, dude. It does it for me. <laughs> nice. Well, so this movie, Matt, unfortunately, it's another long one, dude. Two hours and 43 minutes. 
part one. It's fine. It's fine. I'm sure I will still really enjoy it because the stunts are going to be something else. They are. They are. I mean, we've been seeing trailers. Man, I think I've seen trailers for this for like three years or something, dude. It was like right before the pandemic, I think I saw the first trailer for this. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I think that was when it first came out. And obviously that screwed up a lot of things, including Top Gun and everything else. But that's why I'm saying we will really be able to tell because last year Top Gun came out. This year we got Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. If people aren't in the theaters on Thursday, maybe this is the end. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think people will go see this movie. I think people will see uh, Oppenheimer because Christopher Nolan's going to knock it out of the park. Well, that dude in Oppenheimer is already getting an insane amount of buzz. Like, I don't know if you've heard anything that the critics have been saying. I've heard snippets because they talk about it on the news and stuff. But basically, Oppenheimer is a horror movie and people are losing their fucking minds over it. Like fans and people, audiences and preview audiences that have seen it, they're just like, it is the scariest fucking movie they've seen. Yeah, and it's real life. Right. That's why it's so scary. So anyways, all right, Mike, next week, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. That's a fucking mouthful. Um, Ratings, Joyride, ready, set, go. Uh, I'm going to give Joyride a three reels out of five, dude. I had a great time. It was a good ride, as they say. Whoa! Dork. It's okay. I've done my fair share of that, too, but you didn't do whoa! That's right. I didn't do the whoa. It's double entendre. It was a great ride in a couple different ways, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Mike. Well, um, I concur. I give Joyride three out of five reels. I I enjoyed myself. It was a fun movie. It was nice seeing a good raunchy comedy. I love that we're still getting these in the theaters. I will keep going and seeing them as long as we got them. And as long as we got theaters, check this one out. If you like raunchy comedies, I loved it. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. All right. Very cool. Well, um, you know, Hit us up next week, and uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook, or Meta, whatever it's called. Uh, Matt, are we going to do a thread? Do we need to sign up for threads? Fuck his thread. That's that's the Twitter uh, uh, clone from Meta. Do I need to? I don't know, dude. Okay. Well, I should just make you sign up for it and make you in charge of it. Although I tried that once, and when was the last time you logged into your Mysterious Mike Talent Facebook page? I'll let you know. Okay. He still hasn't logged in, people. (laughs) It's been up for years. (laughs) It's true. All right. Well, um, with that nice little tidbit, I'm going to let everybody uh, get back to whatever they were doing. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and make sure to catch us next week where we talk about Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Welcome, everyone. This is Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies. Episode 21, Joyride. Hi, Matt. How are you? (laughs) That doesn't sound robotic at all, Ma. Sounds great. Wow. Isn't it super? No. Why are you talking like that? Why can't you just be a normal person? I am never normal, Matt. (laughs) Never. Never. Yes, we all know that. Yes, I know that. I'm not normal. After all, I'm your mom. What can I tell you? Um, the meaning <laughs> of life? Oh, I can't do that. I don't think so. Well, you asked. Oh, I know. Well, anyway, enough faldy roll. We're talking about joyride. Enough faldy roll? Yes. <laughs> did you just say faldy roll? Yes, I did.
Oh, well, okay. It's an, old, it's an old fashioned term. There you go. Anyway. Mm hmm. So, okay. So, Ma, this week you drove all the way to Tucson to see a raunchy movie that shows a lady's nether regions tattooed up. Question. Yes. Which one of your daughters do you think has a nether region tattoo? Oh, gosh. I would think both of them. <laughs> wow. But I doubt it, really. I don't think so. They, I probably don't like that much pain. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of a shocker when, when she, you know, exposed her tattoo. I'm trying to keep it decent here. Well, yeah. it's your podcast. You can do what you want with it. Well, yeah, but I'm, you know, I'm not wild and crazy and all that. I don't have one single tattoo. That's how boring I am. Why I do did not use have one single tattoo. I think you should have oh. tattoos. No, no, uh, no, no. Why no. don't you? Uh -uh. I can't face the pain. And besides, with my old skin, I, it would look hideous. <laughs> it would droop. Anyway. Well, but see, then the whole thing that everybody always talks about is how when they get tattoos, you know, when they get old, it's going to look like shit. True. You're already there, so it might look good because your skin's already old. I don't think anything's going to look all good on this old, wrinkled, droopy skin. I really don't. Oh, well. Anyway. All right, girls. That's all right. <laughs> hey, girls. you know, one, those girls, you know, the ones in the movie. But, it, but I don't know if they all had tattoos, though. I didn't really notice. But that one I noticed. Wow. Anyway. Well, you're the one mm -hmm. that brought them into this world. Yeah, Wait, that's hold on. true. The girls, the girls in the show. See, now I'm getting confused. Uh, girls in the movie. Yes, the girls in the movie. Mm -hmm. I didn't yeah, notice didn't one on Stephanie. I didn't see her have any tattoos. But she might have. I don't know. You know. Who? Which one is Stephanie? All. Uh, the girl that was looking for her birth mother. I okay, think that so was that's, Stephanie Hill. Mm -hmm. That's the actress's name, not the character's name. No, and I don't, I don't remember the character's names. Hmm. I, I did not relook or whatever. No. Mm -mm. So, Mom, why don't you tell us what uh, Joyride is about and why you drove all the way to Tucson to see it? Because it was that good. Uh, no, that's not why we drove. We drove to Tucson because they did not play it here in Sierra Vista. So we drove there to see it. And, uh, oh, and we went out and ate at Portillo's and had a good sandwich and then went to the movie. And I was, I loved the beginning of the movie. I thought it was great. Um, and it, I, I was hoping they'd have a little bit more of the girls as kids kind of hanging out, you know, but anyway, in the movie, it turns out, Hey, they're the only two Asian kids in the town they lived in. So they became friends and really good friends, you know? And, uh, I, I did like, uh, Okay, what is Stephanie's character's name? I should say that, and I don't remember it. Stephanie's character's name. Yeah, what was her name? I don't remember it. Um, I'm trying to remember which one was Stephanie. Uh, the one that was uh, had, she was going over oh, and... Um, she was trying to get a contract, I believe, for her company uh, from this um, Chinese big guy businessman. Oh, don't worry about it. It's We'll just say Stephanie. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm looking on IMDb, but they don't have it in order of who was important oh, in the heavens. film. Yeah. She was mainly the main character because she was. But, uh, okay, she, so. Number one, 
the reason why you're throwing me off so bad is that her name is not Stephanie. It is Ashley Park. Ooh, I got the wrong girl. <gasps> Sorry, guys. And number two, the name of her character. Great. Now I lost her in here. And the oh, row okay. of freaking names. Oh, boy. See, is Audrey. I didn't know. Her character's Aud- name is Audrey. Audrey. Okay. Audrey. All righty. Anyway. Yeah, and they really do have some wild and crazy adventures. Um, the bar scene, uh, wow, where she drank a lot and, of course, then, you know, threw up and everything. Uh, that was... Okay, why were, in, why were they in the bar? Because the guy she was trying to get the work from was there at the bar with him. And she was trying to be social and everything. So they went there. And uh, I like the cinematography of the city somewhat, but I expected more when they were, um, you know, out in the countryside and stuff, because there's some really beautiful scenery there. They had a few shots, but nothing real great. I didn't think. What did you think? Um, I don't <laughs> go to a comedy to respect and judge the cinematography and the videography of the film. I go for a good time because I know it's a comedy and it's not an art piece and it's not trying to tell me something. It's just trying to have a good time. So I don't pay attention to the cinematography. Oh, the okay. okay. But yeah. that's just right. me. Well, that's true. But anyway, no. And, and there were laughs. There were quite a few laughs, but I think I expected more. I don't know. Did you expect more or not? I don't know. I was laughing pretty good throughout the entire film. I'm not sure why you weren't. Again, I think I discussed this on the radio. I think this has a lot to do with uh, the generational gap and the things that you do and don't know about said film. I think that's true. And I did not understand about the music and the, you know, singing that they did to get themselves in Korea and stuff. I didn't understand that, but oh, that was uh, a huge and, spoiler there that they go to Korea. They, I didn't even talk about that in my podcast. Oh, my bad. Uh, erase it. I'm sorry. But anyway, well, I'm not going to erase it, mom. I don't have time. Okay. Well, anyway, no, I didn't understand the music. I had to be, have it explained to me, which means yes, this movie is probably more for the younger generation than for us older folks, which I think you would agree with, right? Yes, but the bigger question is, is did you enjoy the movie at all? Yes, I did. Because that did. is what matters, is if you enjoyed it or not. Yes, right? I did. I, I, did. I don't care if it's for your generation or not. Ma Hinshaw, did you enjoy yourself? I did enjoy myself. I did laugh. And like I say, there were some shocker things that happened that I don't, shouldn't talk about. But yeah, that was really cool. And then uh, I liked uh, the end. And I won't say how, whatever, however. But yeah, I thought that was really good. I can't say anything about that, can I? No. It's your podcast. You do what you want. No, but anyway, I think it was uh, neat that she finally found out, you know, who she was from who her mother was. And uh, well, mom, if you're going to go there, you might want to describe what the film was and what they did and why they were doing it and what they weren't doing and those things. Or would you like me to do a quick synopsis? You can do it. Go ahead. So it is about four young ladies. Two of them are good friends growing up as children. Two of them are good friends when they were in college. And one of them is the cousin of one of the friends. They all get together and they go to China. The main character is trying to get a deal closed with 
they don't really explain a company or whatever, but some kind of company. Definitely. She is a lawyer, yeah. and he needs to sign paperwork. Uh, chaos ensues. Um, things don't get signed. Nothing happens. Coincidentally, while they're there, the young lady was adopted by an American family, a white American family, and she had never met her birth mother. mother so she decides to try and find her birth mother when she's over there by one of her friends that convinced her to do it. And then the chaos and the craziness ensues. Mm-hmm. Right. It does. And it's crazy. And, you know, it was really a crazy ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now you was, can go and spoil it. Since now no, they know the synopsis. And it was cool that eventually she finds out, you know, who her birth mother was. And it was very involved in all the stuff they went through. And uh, just crazy stuff. Really funny stuff. You've heard of things like that happening. And, yep, they covered it. And it, it was good. And I liked it. I really did. Yes. And that's and this, the end, I, I was happy. And uh, was very nice. Made me happy. And I won't say what. Okay? Mm. Because I don't want to be a spoiler. Happy. The fact that she found out who her mom was, you know? Okay, so how's that a giant spoiler? If you go into detail saying that her mother was from another country, which is what you already did. Well, yeah, I already did Then you can go in even farther than that, but how many people do you think are going to listen to the podcast that are actually going to watch the film? Oh, well, whoever watches it listens to it. Uh, it would go, I think, because it's really crazy, raunchy, fun type movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting considering, like, when she finds out who her mom is, it's really, you know, just touching. I saw it. Okay. There we go. Okay. Right. So go ahead. She, how did she find out who her mom is? If it's this big of a deal, you need to talk about it because now people are just going to get mad if you don't. Oh, well, okay. Uh, She found out that her mother had passed away, so she went and visited where her ashes were. And uh, there was a gentleman there, and turns out that was her mother's husband. And then he is the one who told her about how she was adopted out and that her mom really wanted to know her, but it never worked out. And uh, I thought it was a very nice ending for her. And then it was like closure and she knew who she was and went back and started to work as a lawyer. Uh, She was already working. Or continued. Yes. Continued to work as a lawyer. Yeah. And I thought the end was very good. Very nice. You know, a lot of people don't have that much luck when they search. And then there are others like uh, in our family where they met their birth well, dad and were very disappointed, you know. So this one ended nicely. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Very good. So anyway, that that's my view. And uh uh, I with comedy like this, you, you don't. I don't want to give away too much of it. Well, you already gave away the ending, so. Well, but there's a lot of crazy in the middle, folks. So go and see it for the crazy in the middle, okay? It's okay. wild and crazy and fun, okay? So that's all you're gonna say. It was crazy and it was fun. You're not gonna talk about. The uh, orgy scene with the basketball players, or no, I wasn't the going K-pop um, uh, poon well, tattoo, a- or you're not going to you talk talked- about like what do you like? You talked about the tattoo already, and I wasn't going to talk about the orgy because I thought that you know I've given away so much, I didn't think I should give away more. Well, it's okay. the Devil's Triangle, Mom. Have you ever heard it called the Devil's Triangle? No, I haven't. See, I'm, I'm. 
Oh, uh, and That's you're a fair. child of the '60s. You would know a Devil's tri- Triangle if you ever saw one. I never saw one, so nope. You were a child of the '60s, and you never saw one. No, I didn't know people did that. I don't know, Ma. You always act like you're this, you know, pure, innocent young lady, and I think you were getting wild and crazy back then. No, I wasn't. Mo, no, I wasn't. Really, I wasn't. Mm-mm. Your your listeners want to know, Ma, how crazy you got. I was very boring. What was your favorite drug? None. So you and tried them all, you just didn't have a favorite? I didn't try anything. Are you like Bill Clinton? You didn't inhale? I, I never... I never tried anything. I basically ran away from people that did any of it. <laughs> uh, I, no, I wasn't wild. Okay. Sorry, folks. I was boring. Boring. But this, but this movie is not boring, and they were not boring. Not any of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Would, would you recommend old people to go see it well it depends upon if they were i don't know (laughs) the old people i know i probably would not but you know then there may be some flower children out there that would enjoy it (laughs) wow wow mom did you just call yourself a flower child no i called them a flower child i don't know ma Mm-mm. Okay, nope. well, what else do you want to add about Joyride? The acting was uh, good. It was fun. The you liked acting. the cinematography. The, you, there was lots of nudity. Did you enjoy the nudity? I did enjoy the six-pack abs everywhere, the athletes that were all just, wow, very well built. Yes, I enjoyed that. Oh, forgot to bring that up. Yeah. Quite you a didn't few. enjoy yeah. the female nudity? No. Well, that's sexist. I know. I don't care. I, you know, and ring my bell, man. Anyway, <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> okay. So anyway, is it really awkward sitting next to my nephew and your grandson as you see a giant lady nether region pop on screen with a devil? No, not How actually. was that experience? Well, it was shockingly surprising. I mean, I knew she had the tattoo, but I didn't think she was going to flash it. But, you know, no, it wasn't embarrassing because we're all adults there. Michael's an adult. I am. So, eh, you know. Do you consider Michael an adult? Well, he's 23. Yeah, he's grown up. He might be old enough, but. Do you think uh, your grandson has a devil tattoo on his? Uh... I don't want to know. <laughs> Shush! I don't want to know. And it's the pitchfork that pops no. up. No, I no way. I don't want to know, folks. Okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, no. Here, mom. Can I uh, three-way in uh, Michael, and we'll ask him real quick. What? No, he's probably Did in bed, I... isn't he? Oh yeah. Yeah, because we have to go to work tomorrow, I think. Mm-hmm. He's, he's It's July. There's no school. Yeah, well, he tr- he tried to go to work today, but they were cleaning carpets and everything from two other rooms were in his room, so he couldn't do nothing. <laughs> mm. So tomorrow he's hoping to go, and hopefully the people have gotten their stuff out or the carpets have dried. Who knows? You know. But no, I haven't asked Michael about tattoos or anything, so I'm not going there. I refuse <laughs> on the grounds that I'm a grandmother. So anyway, okay. Okay. Well, Mom, is there anything else you would like to add about Joyride? Other than people uh, should go see it. It was fun. You enjoyed yourself. Fun. Way too much yes. nudity. No, well... No, not for young folks. No, not even for me. I don't care. But, you know, yeah, go see it because it's fun. It is fun. Okay? Okay. And well, it had a w- wonderful, 
I, I think had a, a good ending to it for uh, all the girls. And I'm not going to give away all of it for Pete's sake. No, you already okay? gave away 90% of it. So you might oh, want to save I at didn't. least that extra little 10%. I'm going to save that 10%, okay? Yeah. So, anyway. I gave it, what did I give it? I think I gave it three and a half cookies or something. Yes, I believe I did. Mm-hmm. Three and okay. a half cookies. You don't even remember how many ratings you gave it? I believe I gave it three and a half, but I could have given it four, but I don't remember. You know, I get panicked when I Folks, this is why you don't do drugs and you don't drink. (laughs) Because when you turn 81 years old, this is what happens. Nope, I haven't had any margaritas or mimosas or any of that stuff lately. Well, at least for a couple of days. (laughs) Okay, thank you. You, Cocaine? No. Oh, gee. Nope, nope. Okay, Mom, what are we watching next week, then? Oh, good heavens. It's Mission Impossible, and I don't know what the rest of it's called. It's it's number whatever, 400. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Mission Impossible, I don't know whatever it's called, number 400. <laughs> yeah. Excellent title. Best movie title <laughs> ever. Go Tommy Cruise. Woo! What's it called? I don't even Mission know. Im- it's almost as long as what you spouted out. It's oh, Mission really? Impossible Dead <laughs> Reckoning Part 1. Dead Dead Reckoning? Really? Oh, okay. Dead Reckoning Part 1. I have to... I may remember that, but I don't know. Okay. Do you know how long it is? <laughs> no, I'm afraid to find Three out. Three hours and 45 minutes. What? Oh, yep. my gosh. Are you going to be able to make it through the whole thing? Uh, I know. I'm not sure. Three. What? Oh, my gosh. I'm. You might have to wear well, a diaper. I may. Yes. And, I may and think about to. it. This is part one. Imagine how long part two is going to be. Oh, my oh, Lord. No. Boy. I haven't even looked up. I'm, I don't even know how old Tom Cruise is now, but I don't think he's a I youngster. I think he's 60. Oh, 60, and he's got part two and three to go or something. Oh, I don't know about three, but he definitely has a part two. Oh, cheekers. But you know he jumped a motorcycle off a canyon and then threw open the parachute on this, right? And he really did it. I know. You you guys At told 60 years that. old. What is holding That's you real. back? I mean, I think you should be in your wheelchair and do the same thing. Look, just being in my wheelchair is a real challenge. <laughs> well, so I'm saying, I think you should do the wheelchair jump like Tom Cruise did. Oh, and then no. as you're falling into the canyon, throw open a parachute. No, no, I'm not courageous. I, I'm, I'm, what do they call, I have high anxiety. So no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I think it could be a new sport. We could call it uh, uh, flying old biddies. <laughs> that I would be. I. And at times when people run into rocks with my wheelchair and I'm praying I don't fall out. Yeah. <laughs> I may need a parachute for that. <laughs> I don't know. Okie doke. Well, I'm looking forward to it because I guess we're going tomorrow because Dave has tickets. And if it's a different movie, oh, well. <laughs> oh, gosh. Enjoy, everyone. Okay, anything else you want to add for our lovely no, listener? not a bit. All one of her? All one of whoever. Okay. No, I have nothing I mean, else it's, to add. It's not her, it's Eric. We all know who it is. It's Eric. Yes. Thank you, Eric. That. You're the best. Thank you. He is the best. Okay. I'm going to get him a t-shirt that says Ma Hinshaw's number one fan. <gasps> oh, that would be wonderful. Wouldn't it? And it'll be yeah. a picture of you in your wheelchair with your cane, oh, like smacking someone. <laughs> or no, that's what it is. It'll be you in your wheelchair flying through the air with a parachute opening. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm calling well, up Dave Beatty. We're, we're making this happen. Oh, no. This is awful. That's going to be okay. Ma Hinshaw's official merch. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> okay. Well. 
Well, thank you all for listening and suffering through this. I thought I was the one that's supposed to do the outro. Oh, you do it. Go for it. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another rousing episode of Ma Hinshaw's Ramblings, also known as Ma Hinshaw Loses Her Cookies, episode number 21. Next week, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Uh, yeah, we will see how this goes. I'm hoping there will be some nudity for Ma Hinshaw to keep her happy. Uh, probably not, though. I don't think it's rated R. It's only PG-13. But hey, you know, maybe there'll be a nip slip or something. So anyways, oh, thank God. you again, everyone. We will <laughs> chat with you next week. And if you don't come back, we understand. We don't blame you. Bye. <laughs>